Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Welcome back to another episode of Trans Enlightenment. It's your boy AJ with my partner Ashton. How you doing, boy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Good on our recording day. Feeling good. Can't say nothing else other than it's good, right? Now. <laughs> right. Well, you know, earlier today I was I was feeling I, I was feeling good a little. I guess I'm getting a little sleepy now. <laughs> but now that we, you know, now that we press uh record. I'm a little excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited about this episode about health because I definitely believe that true wealth lies in our health. So yes, it's. I think this is going to be a very interesting topic yes. for us, especially as trans men. So this yeah. this right up your alley too. It really is. It is. It is. That's why I think I'm getting a little excited because I love I I love the talk and learn about health because i i want to learn um or know more about like your fasting because i'm looking more into that as well so when you always talk about your fasting it's like i need to get back into fasting so yes one if you can enlighten me and the the people out there about your fasting if you want okay okay well you know i uh typically i fast Sunday starting Sunday at six and it ends Tuesday at noon and I actually got the concept and the idea from this lady on Instagram I think her name is vegan movement I believe I'm not really for sure or the vegan juicer or the vegan lady I don't know I have to look it up but um she's the one who I started following and she does it every single week and she's been doing this for almost 10 years Mm. And she just like informs you about, you know, the importance of our digestive system. And when our gut is is out of whack, it, it literally sends the, re- the rest of our body out of whack. But for me, the, my goal of fasting is really to break the relationship I have with food, mm. take back my control, because, you know, I had I am 228 right now. And my heaviest I've ever been is about 450. Mm-hmm. And I had a weight loss surgery in 2014, 2013, 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I always knew that even when they t- what they taught you was, you know, like weight loss surgery is just a tool. It's not the your 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 uh it's not going to get you where you need to be. You still have to do your part. It's going to help you get there, but you still got to do your part. And the biggest part for me is breaking my relationship with food. And that is my concept of fasting is to make sure that I stay ahead of my triggers, my emotional uh, need for snacks, because I am a snacker. Boy, tell me about it. Me, I I can snack all day. And I think that's where I get... I'm learning now, like, to find healthier snacks because I can, yes, I can definitely, I can eat all day long. I love food. I yes. like, like you and myself. I, my heaviest was uh, 
340 or something like that. And I and I had weight loss surgery about 2016. Mm-hmm. And um and like and like you said, it's 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 just the two. And I I can be truthful. I wasn't even it was the two, but I was still eating whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was I was still I was going in, still eating because I knew the surgery was going to work. It was now I couldn't eat as much, but it, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't eating consciously. So, yeah, um, yeah and it was like because I just had, and I guess you would say like an addiction to food. Hell, I think I still got an addiction to food. I just yeah. like just eat. You know, I'm 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 just choosing to eat healthier. And what I'm 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 learning is that especially when you eat more uh, raw fruits and vegetables you know, or just fruits and vegetables, you can eat as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, and, and go. So, and like I said, I love food. So hell, if, if I can eat a lot, why not? So yeah, you just try to go the healthier route. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, as, as people of color, we, we, food is a love language for us. Although it's not mm-hmm. one of the love languages, culturally food is our love language. Like we gather around food that is typically, well, especially in the South, like, mm-hmm. Food is a love language. You come in, come get you something to eat, go wash your hands, go get you something to eat. You know what I'm saying? We can't start sharing stories or sharing love until, you know what I'm saying, you nurture that body. You know? Yeah, well, you know what? And I, I think and I think that's that's good for us on, you know, on a spiritual level to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. as far as, us, like you said, for us as African-Americans, that is our love language, but at the same time, it's kind of bringing us down. That's why we we have, because of the food that we eat, mm-hmm. it it affects our body, like, because what we put in it, you know, we got to have that macaroni and cheese, you know, yes. cornbread, co- you know, collard greens with a whole bunch of bacon fat up in there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why we, like, we're suffering so much with our health. Wow. Uh, so... Yeah, and then like I said, as us being Af- uh, trans men, black trans men, it's very important for us because we already are putting extra, I guess, hormones and medicine in, in our body, and so adding that into it, yes, that, that can uh, cause a, a train wreck. Yeah, and then you think about also like. You know how once you get on uh, testosterone, your body physically change and how we hold or where we hold our weight changes as well. So now as trans men, we who men hold their weight around their abdomen. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? Our legs are a lot smaller. Our arms are, are begins begins to shape differently. But health needs to be an important reminder or idea on our minds at all times because the most harmful place to hold weight is around your waist Mm-mm. yeah you know it is, it is. and because i know personally i know i'm uh i was always top heavy yeah i had you know i had a big belly big chest it was it was all going into my my belly it, it was just everybody saying oh my dad saying your 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 stomach getting uh lower you know and then when I was with um dating and she getting on top, your stomach getting wider. <laughs> you know, I can't get on top no more because your stomach getting in the way. So 
and that's because yeah. I, I, I was I was tearing that food up and down. I was, you know, I was I was I was eating it. And so, yeah. like you said, as trans men, it, it it does because I think don't we lose if we're eating right and everything, we can lose our fat in our hips and everything. I I, I believe that's that's how it goes. I know something about like our our fat trends, it starts to go down because we do lose fat in some places. I, I definitely know we lose fat in our in our chest area. Yes. So yes. it does help. And and I like the fact of being on T as well. It can it helps our energy as well. So we yes. it, uh, we we can get into the gym. Yes. So with yes. that. But it also increases our appetite. Definitely. The appetite because yeah. like I said with me uh, once I, before I started T after search, I was, uh, I want to say I was 180 when I started T. <clears throat> then, um, after a few years, I got up to two, about 220 up until last, uh, up, up until, so 2018 until January of 2021, I was about 220 and then in january 2021 i had kind of i got like a wake-up call like okay you gotta do better you gotta treat treat your body better because i have um i've been having issues with, with my lip it, it comes up in my blood work every, every time i get my uh blood work done for tea and everything and they always you know they always say that my liver is elevated so mm -hmm. And that's been going on for years, even before I was on T. Like so, probably back in twenty, about 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 twenty ten, they've been talking about. It. And I was heavier then, so I guess for me being heavy, it just it took effect. It was fat around the liver. We all carry fat around our liver, but when you're heavier, you know. Yeah. I guess it it scarred my liver. Yeah. So that i was like all right i i gotta do better because they've been doing like a bunch of blood work even to this day they still can't figure out what's going on you know and it's like a, a auto immune issue yeah um and so but the doctors they they tell us that stuff like that is passed down through generations and stuff but truth be told yes it is passed down but it's because of our diet and lifestyle is passed on through our ancestors mm. and through our family. It's, it's it's not like we're born with it because once you stop and start eating better, it changes. Yes. So yes. that's when I said I had my wake up call with that, and that's that's when I don't know. I just I just started changing everything. I was like, I'm I'm just going to go ahead and get some fruits and vegetables, start adding that into it. But I can say I actually first started off with water. How's your water intake? Yeah, but I'm gonna, I gotta take me a sip now. <laughs> but I have my good days. I have my bad days. I think out of everything, the water consumption is my biggest challenge. Really? Um, I'll literally go all day without drinking anything, which is just as bad. You know what I'm going to need you to do better, man. I need you to do better. Now, that, that right there, I am an advocate. If you don't do anything else, I promise you, do start on water. Even if you don't even fast, do water. Water, yeah. like challenge yourself at least four bottles a day. Like at least get the 64 in. Yeah. Like try that, and I'm telling you, because that's how I started off. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I, I had a Fitbit, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do four bottles a day, and I can program it and watch it, 
And I, I did it because they, they said 21 days, it becomes a habit if you do it. So I challenged myself to that because I was just doing like two bottles a day of yeah. water as well because I love juice. You know, juice is good. But yeah, yeah. You, if you don't do anything, water, water is essential. That right there, I'm Skip the water in and I promise you, you will, you will, everything will, everything will change. Everything it is. I, I have to honestly say like, I feel a lot better when I drink, when I consume the proper amount of water. I really do. Like it is, I feel like a brand new person. You know what I'm saying? But I do, I will say that while I'm doing this fast, the only thing you can consume is water and tea. So definitely mm -hmm. it's almost like when I do this fast, my water intake just skyrockets. And then I continue on the pattern and maybe like today or starting Saturday, I won't consume as much water as I should be or as I typically am. Right. Yeah. I'm. I. I I'm not big. Like I said, I'm not big on fasting. I'm. I. I. I can't even lie to you. But if I do like fast, so it. It, it won't be like water and tea or just straight water. It would have to be just raw fruits and vegetables as a fast mm -hmm. food because I'm still getting. I, Cause like I love food, so if I'm putting something in my yeah. mouth, this it, is. It's doing but at least it's the substance something exactly because otherwise i'm gonna be cranky and i'm gonna be cussing everybody out <laughs> so if yeah. i gotta just if i gotta just throw some carrots in my mouth or something which that's still you know that's that's still a fast and yeah. for me uh i look at fasting as a form of self-control like you said yeah. you know just having that control over food you know what i mean because and that's what I think in getting a little spiritual. I, I, that's what Jesus was doing when he was tempted by the devil when he was fasting, which is his, which was his mind, you yes, know? So yes. it was like, that's showing like we have self, that's the point. That's, that's the reason of fasting for me is just learning self-control. And I, yeah, like I said, cause I, I, I love, I love some cooked food. So let me ask you this. What's your, uh, What's your favorite dish? Mm. I don't have like a favorite dish because I am a foodie to my heart. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like pretty much anything. Uh, my number one, I can't say my number one fruit is watermelon. Mine too. Yes. That's why we click. <laughs> watermelon. It's definitely where it's at. Um, and I don't really have like a favorite dish. I will say I love um, spicy food. Mm -hmm. um, Mexican food is definitely up on the top of that list. But like a definite favorite, favorite, I don't know. I don't know. What about you? Uh, like you said, I don't either. But I love Italian food. I love pasta, okay. and I, I think pasta well on cars. And but I, I love I love pasta. So I've been I've been trying different uh, recipes with. Um, pasta but now that we we brought up a little like culture things have you noticed that every other like every country has some type of you know culture like food but when it comes to america what is what is our food like what are we known for probably burgers and fries and hot dogs exactly we, the standard american diet is just yeah burgers <laughs> Pretty much, so I used to love, but then as I started looking, I was like, "That is crazy," you know. Like we, we're we're the country, and that's why it's called the standard American diet. The acronym is SAD, S A D. Yes. So it's like 
and 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 it is because we're like there's nothing nutritional like there's no value into that food like and then we wonder why we were feeling so lethargic yeah and, you know just tired and cranky and yeah. and all of that so yeah i don't think people really know that the the physical changes that um trans men go through through their transition like how honestly how similar it is to a adolescent boy you know what i'm saying going through puberty like i really don't think people really grasp that concept like literally our body changes in that manner it's like your typical for the most part american anyway uh american young kid mostly you know has like maybe a gut and you know what i'm saying like they're kind of stocky around that adolescent phase until they get that growth spurt and then they kind of slender on out Mm-hmm. But like it is very important, especially like for heart health. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because you have, like you said, you have to think about culturally how we are genetically made up on top of how we are physically changing our biological structures by, you know what I'm saying, being on testosterone. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like these things are important. Like it's a study going on because I've heard it a couple of times where there are some trans men who have to stop taking testosterone because it's destroying their kidneys. Oh, wow. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. And that's like another reason why mm-hmm. going to the doctor is essential. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, you're a trans man don't mean you can't take care. You need to be on top of your health just like any other man. If, if anything, uh, more than Yes, in the guys, because like you said, we're adding that to us, and then going off of adding the hormones to us. And I personally, I mean, though my opinion, and I think that we should be on a plant-based diet as human beings, and especially as trans men, because if we're eating, um, if we're eating animal products, those hormones are being added in into our system along with you know, our shots, our tea. Because, um, like, for me, myself, is um, I have really bad acne. And so, and I'm start, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. I know the tea itself is already, you know, is causing it because it makes, like, our pores, you know, the oil that's in our body, it, it comes out. But also, I do know what we're putting into our body. We are what we eat. So, I'm like, the hormones, you know, if I'm eating chicken, or if I'm eating, you know, uh, steak, you know, an- animal products, that's 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 not helping, right? So, cause I, cause like I said, I drink a lot of water, but and when you hear people drink a lot of water, you, you'll say that your face will clear up, but that that's not happening for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally opposite. It's like it's not doing anything for me because I can drink, I drink, I try to drink at least a hundred ounces of water a day. Yeah. And nothing my my the acne my, my my face would not buzz so yeah i'm trying to alleviate all animal products especially if you see what they do do to these animals it's 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 it's, it's crazy it's crazy yeah. yeah because we to change my wife and i you know what i'm saying we both were that's that was one of our love language working out like that's mm-hmm. how we connected with each other and um we actually stopped shopping at certain grocery stores 
and switched over to actual health food stores or mm -hmm. going to get our meat from like halal shops where you know they are raising you know the cattle that they're uh use or that we consume because i do like i was kind of on the fence of you know going all plant-based which i do find it to be beneficial i think it's good I, I think it's challenging for me but i do think it is a great concept for health but changing where we purchase our animal products matters as well yes. because like i said they're pumping them up with all these hormones mm -hmm. and you're consuming it yeah. so you're putting that stuff in your body compared to and just because they say organic don't mean mm -hmm. organic with the, the idea that we know of being organic, but just being consciously aware, like, yeah, like I don't do big chicken wings. Mm -hmm. Like, don't give me them churches chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me no plumped up anything. Like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. So, That's what it is because I, um, I went to Walmart one day uh, and I saw their zucchini and mm -hmm. that shit was humongous and they had they had a, a little zucchini um and then they had like a zucchini that looked like a fucking yellow squash compared i was you can tell that i was like what in the world and then yeah. you know like these these places all they want is money so they're going to do whatever it, it takes um so even when it comes down to the watermelon we both love watermelon at first you know at I, I didn't care what kind of watermelon I was eating at first. I was just as long as it was watermelon uh, seedless or, you know, what season it. And then as time went on, as, as I started to get watermelon, uh, seedless watermelon, I started to under, like see like this shit is nasty. Like, or I'll open it up and it's like, it's just it looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what in the world? And I was like, no, I got to go back to seeded watermelon. I have to have seeded and... Yeah, like you said, you got to be more conscious of where you shop at because uh, Walmart, I mean, I'll get my some, some of my stuff from Food Lion as well, but I definitely can't. It's hard for me to get some stuff at a Walmart, but it's like I'm programmed to go to Walmart, so I'm trying to get out of that. Yeah. You know, because, but when, when you look at the difference between that, getting your fruits and vegetables from there, and like you said, it all depends. It's, it shows on how everything is raised and taken care of. Yeah. And you have to find balance. I find it for me, finding balance in what I invest in, because like the saying goes, eating healthy can be expensive. But you know what is guaranteed to be expensive? These medical bills, these prescription uh, bottles that you have to buy in order to just have balance within your, you know, within your body right. you know, later on in life. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying we go out and we, you know, rack up hundreds and hundreds of dollars in grocery bills, but we find balance, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying? every week, like just speaking about watermelon, cause that's, you know, that's you and I's love language. Right. right? It's like the seeded watermelons are a lot more expensive than the seed list. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes it's worth getting the seeded watermelon because you know what I'm saying? It's just like, do I have it or can I do it or should I do it? Finding your balance. And a lot of times we have to ask when we go on shopping, why is the seed the seedless watermelon so so cheap? Or why is anything up, you know, or that that pack of chicken, why is that so cheap? You know, yes. I'm not saying why 
the other stuff is expensive. No, why 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 is it so cheap? Because of what they do, they they're not doing anything to it. Is is it's what it, it's just being thrown like. So when you go and shopping, I, I think that's something that you should always ask yourself: Why is this so cheap? Why you know now? Oh, I'm about to get this because it's cheaper. No, like why why why? Yeah, have that why have that question in your head because there's a reason behind it. There yeah. is definitely definitely a reason behind it. And, and it's, I'm guaranteed it's not a good uh, answer yeah. to that at all. So do you go grocery shopping when you're hungry or do you have a plan? I like go grocery when shopping when, when I feel it in my spirit. And sometimes it's when I'm hungry. It'll be like, damn, I'll be picking up <laughs> stuff that I don't want to pick up. Um, yeah. So especially now that I am uh, starting, I don't even want to call it vegan because is is very vegan it has like so many levels to it mm -hmm. uh so me going hungry or going when i'm hungry is kind of a good thing i i guess because at least i'm going for vegetables fruits and vegetables so i can i can stock up on that i'm good yeah and then if i feel like it's going old if i can't eat it all then i can go ahead and cut it up and throw it in the freezer for later yeah. so but i i i like I just go with, with my spirit. I I try to go on a routine like when I'm off work or something. But like I said, with me Chinese this this new meal plan and, and this new lifestyle, I just go when I have it in my spirit to, to try something new, to cook some, something new. So yeah, I've been, and I can say with me trying this new thing, I'm trying to get away from processed food because like I said, with veganism, so it's a lot, if you, there's there's like a healthy vegan or there's like you know the the junk food vegan mm -hmm. so you know and i'm trying to find balance within that right now with the junk food because some of that stuff is uh, is good but with with the process like beyond burger and the beyond sausage all that's processed and it's good because it's for right now I, I feel like it's good for me because it's i'm it's getting me away from animal product and right. i you know and i still crave it so, but I do try to throw in uh, some uh, fruit, some, I'm not big on salads. I can't even lie to you. So if I, for my greens, I do a smoothie. Okay. I, I, I'll throw in a whole bunch of spinach, a pile of spinach in there, and then yeah. throw in fruit. And then throughout the day, I just eat like a bunch of fruit. So, yeah. And I... I get a I get a lot of shit from people like that's a lot of fruit you know or when I used to eat so like like I said before back in uh, twenty twenty one when I had started my my kick of getting healthier I was I started eating a lot of watermelon when that season came and that's all I ate was watermelon and that's how I lost my weight on where I'm at now is just watermelon and water because watermelon is is nothing but water but it was mm -hmm. filling me up and I was drinking it. And that's a lot of sugar you eating. You eating a, a half a watermelon, that's a lot of watermelon. But it's like, y'all can sit there and judge me on eating a half a watermelon, but yeah, you want to eat a, a half a pizza. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you're coming for me for that, but yet, yeah. how yep. do you know? So it's 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 crazy. So for those who, who want you know to try a different, I don't even like to say diet. Mm-hmm. Um, because we always fall on, we always go back to our normal ways. But if you want to try a different lifestyle, do what fits you. Do what makes you happy, and don't care. Don't listen to what other folks say. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like even now, like I get told all the time, even from my parents, from everybody, oh, I'm too small or I'm not, I don't eat anything. I eat a lot. What they feel and realize, I eat a lot. I just don't eat a lot of the, what they're eating. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm eating a lot. Yeah. You know? And I'm and I'm very healthy. Cause I noticed after my surgery, mm-hmm. if I'm out and about, I can't eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell whether the food I'm eating has been processed a lot mm-hmm. or if it has something like an additive in it that just I know that once I start eating it, my body like when we eat, we're supposed to listen to our bodies. And I instantly know mm-hmm. if my body gets tired or if I start to get that itis, my body can't break down what I just consumed. And I try to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know like I literally especially especially during my transition, really started changing and paying attention to just certain things. And my body was like, yo, you got to listen to this. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? my wife asked me one day, she was like, I was like, no, I asked her, I said, what's my toxic trait? And she was like, you eat stuff that hurts your stomach. And when she <laughs> said it, I was like, Dang, you know. <laughs> but that, you know, and it's true. Yeah, that it, it, it is the truth. Know, and that's, and, that, and that's for me as well. So yeah, it is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Like you eat stuff all the time that you know gonna hurt your stomach. Yep. And I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like I literally do eat something and it's just and I know it's gonna tear my stomach yep. up. Yeah. Like we have to start listening to our bodies. Like as as people of color, we're not supposed to consume dairy. Exactly. You yeah. Know you know, I was talking to um a co-worker one day and he was like, Man, I don't need to be eating. Eating that raisin brand, it tore me up. I said it's not the raisin brand; it's the milk. It's the milk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, and like I said, I don't even think it's just as far as, as people as color. I just think all of just humankind that we just should not be consuming like the dairy because, like, it, we we're all lactose intolerant. It's not meant for us to have. But yeah. I love cheese, and that's my problem now with this plant based diet like that. Getting rid of the meat and the chicken, yes, I crave it, but the cheese, oh my god, I love me some cheese. Yeah, put, put that shit on everything. <laughs> I love, oh my god, I love cheese and yeah, yeah, that right there and that's that's that is my like you said with the whole toxic trait you mm-hmm. eating it everything. Yeah, I, I, but I'm learning. I'm learning and I'm doing better at it. So yeah, yeah. and that's really all it's about. Just Learning and like you said, doing what works for you, because you look at a lot of these studies that they put out, they started putting out studies like, oh, you know, the grain and rice and 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 flour and wheat is bad for you. And now they're changing that because mm-hmm. people don't know like white rice. The reason why they say white rice is bad for you, because white rice initially is made up of a brown shell, which mm-hmm. is the grain. And what they do is they take that grain off and you, so you're left with that middle piece, which is the white piece. But initially rice is brown. Mm-hmm. Now they're showing where that grain is fiber that our body needs and how fiber is now, fiber and high fructose corn syrup is actually more beneficial to our bodies than us not consuming it. Of course, everything is beneficial in moderations, but- that, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and it's like follow what your body says, not so much hell. What we talking about, or what you know what I'm saying, the CDC or the WHO, the WHO, right? Like, 
follow what works for your body. Like mm-hmm. you said, like, oh man, you eat too much watermelon. That's too much sugar. Or, you know, it's too, it's so much sugar in Raisin Bran. Yeah, but it's also sugar that benefits your body because it's sugar doesn't make it bad. Yeah, but you know, and like you said, everybody has their own thing because I have been looking, I have done some research and they were saying how sugar is like, it's a drug. Yeah. It's you know, so it's it's very because I know, like, especially when we get these sugar cravings and stuff. Because I know I I have a sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Day, I, I I got a sweet tooth, and it's like damn, like because like I told you last week, I I made brownies, and then the week before I done, I made uh chalk chocolate chip cookies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm thinking it because I'm doing it the quote unquote vegan way or non dairy that is healthier, but Truth be told, it's not when it has a, when when it has a, a a pile of sugar in it. But like right. everything is everything is in moderation. So yeah, and it is. It's probably healthier to what you were consuming because mm-hmm. I can imagine if if somebody say, "Hey, consume this half a watermelon or consume this half pizza," what's better? Mm-hmm. Uh, this watermelon. So you are doing better. A lot better compared to where you are, and like you said, like what works for them ain't gonna work for you, and what works for you ain't gonna work for them. Yeah, so. and I tell you, I I catch hell every day going into work because we have to have clear bags so we uh-huh. can see inside each other's bags and stuff like that. So all I have is like just like a pile of fruit, and then I have like my one meals because I I try to eat one cooked meal a day, uh-huh. and the rest is raw. I I'm not. I wanted to try the raw until four, but I'm not I'm not there yet. But as as long as I get all my raw stuff in, or I, yeah. I, I eat my meal, but they're just you don't eat anything. What is that? I was going to eat that pineapple, but that's all you eat. Like what? Or you still on that diet? And I'm like, it's not a diet. How, how about let's just say I'm trying to eat healthier. You know, mm-hmm. because us as Americans, we also say like we want we want to uh, lose weight. Lose weight, lose weight. We we lose the weight, but what do we do? We gain the weight back because we're so focusing on a diet instead of being focused on becoming healthier. When yes. you have that intentions on being healthier, then we we will reach that goal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because apparently, like that's and that's what I had to learn because I I, I lost all the weight and and I stayed on it, but it wasn't I wasn't trying to lose weight, and that's what everybody thought when I was eating up. All the watermelon that I was trying to lose weight, and I was like, "No, I'm just, I'm just, I just want to feel healthy. I want to feel alive. You know what I mean? I don't want to, you know, keep putting this stuff into my system, and I'm feeling like lethargic. I'm feeling dead, and you know, but yeah, and I'm telling you, every day I catch shit every day. I'm telling you, so if, if I listen to what they say, I would not be, you know, where I'm at now. I'll, yeah, because people will, they will come for you, and a lot of time. It's jealousy. It is jealousy, mm-hmm. you know. Or they'll say, "Where are you getting your protein from?" And and my response to them is, "Where is the in, the animal that you're eating? Where are they getting their protein from?" Mm-hmm. So yeah. the same place, plants. You know what I mean? So don't don't think I have to eat the way you eat mm-hmm. to be a certain way. But yeah, I'm, it's it gets crazy. Out. Everybody always got some something to say about something. Yeah. So let me ask you, what is your definition of health? Like, what is your idea of health for AJ? What is AJ at his optimal 
uh, level of health? Mm. For me, it's, like I said, what I'm consuming into my body and not even just on a, as far as nutrition, food-wise, it's what I'm consuming, what I'm listening to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who I'm around, all, all of that plays a part within my health. Um, so, you know, just taking in something, listening to my body, uh, when it comes, like you said, with, with, with food and what I'm just TV shows, everything, you know, just, yeah, just what I'm consuming, just all around me, you know, just what I'm listening to, what I, what I see, what I'm taking, just everything. Yeah. So it sounds like health is more than just a, it's just more, it's more than just the consumption of a food. It's more of the consumption of all energies, of all aspects of life. Yes. Oh, most definitely. Because we're all, we're all energy. So everything, it, it plays a big part in that, you know, um, because also it plays a a part in our mental health. So yes, it's in everything. Just pay, pay attention to energy. You just, just, you just summarize that and everything, just all types of energy. Yeah. And that, you know, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that because I, I think about, you know, what does having optimal health for Ashton looks like? And I would say like at one point in time in my life, it would definitely be connected to a number, a number that I would see on the scale. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is optimal health right here. Like I'm under, you know what I'm saying? You know, 180 or I'm under 200 or I'm under this. Like, yes, this is optimal health. But what I've realized, even at being, you know what I'm saying, 228, it's like, no, my health is not just the number that I see on the scale. Mm -hmm. Actual great health is also a mentality. Also, Mm -hmm. it is, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, what you listen to, how you feel, Mm -hmm. how you balance holistically is more of what optimal health is for me. You know what I'm saying? And it wouldn't matter if I'm 300 pounds, if I'm happy, holistically, mm-hmm. because you can be a certain number. And I know more people who die of cholesterol issues and high blood pressure and diabetes who are thin, smaller in frame than heavier. You know what I'm saying? So it's like size, that number on the scale really doesn't mean that you have optimal health. It doesn't, it, it doesn't at all because like I was, um, when I was at my heaviest, I didn't have, I truly didn't have any health problems. Mm-hmm. I was, a, I was a healthy big person. Yeah. You no. Know? Um, and I wasn't, I, I had got the surgery, I guess for, aesthetics re- reason it was it, and i and i didn't even care about that because i, I was okay being big truth be told but it was right. i had to think about my future yeah you know so because i was like do i really want to get the surgery do, do i really want you know when i have it and then like you said at first it was what was on a scale um so as i was losing weight i was like, all right yeah you know cool like the weight but that doesn't even that doesn't mean anything you know if, if mm-hmm. i'm not if i'm not consuming other you know, healthier things into my body, then that 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 doesn't mean anything. What's what's on the scale? It doesn't yes. mean anything at all. You yes. know, because like I said, I was when I was, and I, I was good seeing like that two twenty on the scale. 
mm-hmm. you know, at first, but then I started to listen to my body. Like you said, what, what wasn't good for my health. I'm every day, I'm like, oh my God, my stomach hurt. Why my stomach? Because I just ate this fried chicken, knowing I'm not supposed to eat fried food. Yes. You know what I mean? So, or I'm eating this milkshake, you know? So it was, it was although I was still small, I was still too, too, you know, something, but it was just, I wasn't, I wasn't healthy. I, I didn't feel my at my best. Well, so, but yeah. Do you take vitamins? I do. I do. I go to, is it Emerge? Emerge.com. They have actually bariatric vitamins. Mm-hmm. And that's what I take because they have like all the nutrients that specifically people who've had bariatric surgery mm-hmm. should consume. So I take that. I take CBD. Um, and I take um, this plant. Is it D3? See the D3 or B3? Um, I take that in droplets mm-hmm. and, that, and a probiotic. And that's pretty much how my vitamins are. Bariatric multivitamin, um, a CBD, which is just a wellness droplets, um, that plant D3 and a probiotic. Yeah. And, and especially with us having surgery, that's important to have um, our vitamins. And I'd be first to tell you after surgery for years, I, I did not take, I, did, I wasn't taking vitamins. Um, really? I was not taking vitamins, and I think that that also was playing a big part. I was um, in a, a lot of things. I just recently, when I got on my healthy kick, started taking vitamins. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, because I was into the point, I was like, them shit is too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> because when you have the surgery, you can't take the one a days from like Walmart and all of that. You yeah. have to, you have to take those those vitamins, and I was like, I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm just not taking them. So, and then I started taking my uh, B12s. Um, and vitamin D for us as Af- African American men, we are in general, we supposed to you know have um our vitamin D as well. Mm. And um, we have low vitamin D, African Americans, we we truly do. So it's important to make sure that your vitamin D levels are up to par. And that's another reason why when it was like COVID going on, like heavy, yeah, um. African Americans were dying for that because we had low vitamin D. Vitamin D is very essential. What we fail to realize. So, I believe um, it. Once you started taking your vitamins, did you see a change in you? And I'm saying like a change being emotionally. Um. Yeah, I have to say a change in everything. Yes, a change uh, emotionally, mentally, um, physically. Um, it's even and even helps with, um, like I said, uh, with my acne. I do see that clearing up as well because I was I was low on um, vitamin A plays a big part, um, okay. and and in that. So it's very having taking vitamins is very very essential, and that's and I think that's for any and everybody. It, surgery or no surgery, we must take vitamins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, and. Well, B12, I recommend everybody take B12 as well because B12 comes from animal products. So if, if, even if you um, if you are a plant-based diet, I truly definitely recommend you to take B12 because um, we're not getting that through that. But also if you eat animal products, as you should because you kind of you don't get as much as you think you're getting, you know. So, yeah. I understand listeners like... 
We're not doctors. We just give you all. Uh, thank you. Exactly. Yes, we are not doctors. I'm far from a doctor. <laughs> but do you know that doctors, and from what I've read, they're not trained to, um, like help out with obesity and stuff. Like they don't know. Like they just know how to just give out drugs and you know and surgeries and. Bro, send me on a you'll so, send me on the road about this uh pharmaceutical business and how it ain't set up to for us to succeed. It's merely set up for us to keep coming back. That's it. That's, that's all that's, it is. That's all it is is all about money. That's what we should have been talking about the corruption within the pharmaceutical business. Oh hell, we gonna we got an episode for that. That's that's gonna come. You know, <laughs> we gonna do that. <laughs> we gonna do that. Yes. <laughs> scammers, boy, they scamming, and that's why it's crazy. I got a personal, uh, like a personal story. So my pop um, is a kidney recipient and uh, he did dialysis. He uh, got on the list to get a kidney. He won a kidney. And I didn't even know like a cadaver kidney, which is uh, a kidney from somebody who has died. And um, they ended up donating their organs. So you only have a 10 year lifespan Oh wow! compared to somebody who's living, who voluntarily, you know, gives up their organ or whatever and it was like it made me wonder like what do you mean this kidney only has a 10-year lifespan so you're only extending life off of dialysis for 10 years or the quality of health for an extended 10 years and then what happens next you know what i'm saying it's less likely that you're able to get another kidney so why just 10 years but it made me think how a lot of times the medical corporations only do things to put band-aids over mm -hmm. that's all and it's that's like how like that doesn't help it helps but if you're telling me you know what i'm saying that the chances of me being back on dialysis are are great after 10 years and i'm 50 like we have to find better solutions or better but then you think about like the medications that they're making you take, you know what I'm saying? While going through all of this, like that stuff tears your body down. Yeah, that's that's why it's it's important on, you know, your uh, your eating habits. You yes, and because that 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 plays a big part. You know, um, food is healing. Yes, you know, so it does. Like like that's that all they want is money. That's why they want you to buy and they. Go in and get you another kidney. That, that's the, how else are they gonna make their money, right? You know, if 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 we don't go back and forth to the doctor, that's it. You know. Yo, we should do like a trans man raw vegan challenge. Not challenge, but uh, I don't know what to call it. Marathon come January. It don't. I, I say January because everybody always does the New Year. <laughs> <laughs> but like a thirty day trans man unity challenge or something like that. I we think that would be super dope. We should, we should, but uh, it may have to be next uh, next summer where all the good fruits and vegetables are out because right about now, I, I, this is where the struggle is going to come for me. Like, I don't, uh, want, I don't want no banana, I don't want no orange. That's the <laughs> basic, that's, or just no plain lettuce. I just, you know, I want I want the exotic stuff, you yeah. know, make it, it, it got to be interesting. Just, just give me, you know, some of that. But you know that <laughs> it will be, it will, or I'm just gonna have, have to just do smoothies every day. And not even you know, like you said, still gonna be a little boring. But we we, we could try something out. You try okay, some, okay. something out. 
We'll figure it out. We'll put our brains together and break something out. <laughs> yes, yes. But we're going to let y'all go. Hope y'all got some intake on that and everything else in between. So I want y'all to know we will see y'all next episode. Stay tuned. Know that we love you and take care. Yes, sir. Yo, 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 family, I truly hope you enjoyed the conversation on today's episode of Trans Enlightening Thursdays, where we speak about authentic experiences as trans men of the LGBT community. If you enjoyed this vibe, ride on over to all social media platforms, like, follow, and share. But most importantly, tune in next week, Thursday at 11, 11 a.m. for another episode. As always, be the love, be the light, and be the vision you aspire to be. And always allow your dreams to matter more than anyone's thoughts. Peace and love. Thank you.